Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for Tiffin Covered Volleyball on your exclusive home for Covered Volleyball. Classic hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. Covered Volleyball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Frickers, MJ Brown Construction Company, by Warner Automotive, Roto-Rooter, Big P Coffee, by Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit, by Premier Bank, Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, by Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Seneca Millwork, Ohio Automotive Supply, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready for the show? Come on! Now, let's go after the game on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and... Coming online, online now. now. At WBVI.com. Welcome on out here to Tiffin Calvert High School. You're excited for today's action in high school volleyball. Today we have the Tiffin Calvert Senecas taking on the Liberty Benton Eagles. Two juggernauts coming into this one. Calvert 19-1 on the season. Champions of the SBC River. Liberty Benton 18-2 overall. Champions of the BBC High School Volleyball here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Online through WBBI.com. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common for today's matchup between Calvert and Liberty Benson just moments away from opening serve here in Tiffin and Matt. Going to be Calvert's last test of this regular season, at least in terms, again, of the regular season. Final regular season match for them is tomorrow night against New Regal. What are you looking forward to seeing here tonight? Well, first of all, the regular season is very regular for Calvert. I mean, this has just been steady as she goes throughout this entire regular season overall. I mean, 19-1, and you've been competitive. Really the only game that was difficult for them was this past Saturday against Magnificat St. Ursula. They ended up winning that one five sets. Expect to see a good match here tonight. I'm expecting Calvert to come away with the W. Calvert will now have it back on their side of the floor. Now back over to Liberty Benton. They'll set it up on the far side and getting through the wall up front will be Liberty Benton. Lindsay May getting that one through. As actually, I will say Calvert did get the point. Must have been uh, tipped out of bounds. Uh, yeah, that definitely went a little out there, but good job overall by Calvert. Nice defense at the net as well. They're now serving for Calvert. Here to first to hit on the return. Olivia Miller will end up sending it over now to Liberty Benton. Set up up front for Gherkin, tapped over, somehow saved by the Calvert D. Emily Norris sending it back over from the far side of the floor. And now it will in fact be a point for Liberty Benton off of the deflection, all tied up at once here in set number one. Yes, a little too far out of reach on that dig there from Emily Miller. And just good effort, very solid placement, just a little out of reach. End up bouncing off of this backboard of the basketball hoop here at the gym. Lindsay May back to serve. Her serve a little too strong for the service air. It'll flip back over to Calvert. They'll lead 2-1. to one. And one of the things that Calvert has a great advantage is this kind of more tight, narrow venue for a game and for a match. It really makes it tough for teams to adjust early in these matches. Schoenberger now back to serve for Calvert. Over to Calvert now after the block at the net. And Schoenberger has to send it over to Liberty Benton for the free ball. Set up up front for Girk and gets through the wall. Deflected a handful of different times on the Calvert side before it'll be too many hits by the Senecas. It'll tie it up here at twos. It got caught in the net there. They tried to get under it, tried to get some digs going to try and get that free ball eventually back over. But just kept getting caught on that top part of the net there. Good job for Liberty Benton to get that point and take the lead. Manichek sends it over and will be dug out of play by Liberty Benton. So it'll fall over to Calvert. They now lead 3-2 to two here in the first set. Really good cross net attack there from Manichek going crossed towards that back row as well. A little too much on it to try and dig that one out cleanly. Good point for Calvert. 
Milanicek now serving for the Senecas. Back row attack from Liberty Benton from Gherkin. Set things up on the near side. Bryn Meyer taps it over and will fall in favor of Calvert after it was hit a few different times on the Liberty Benton side. It's now 4-2 in favor of Calvert. And Calvert's starting to pull away. I mean, we saw that for JV, a close match in set number one and then a bit of a runaway in set number two, 25-8, I believe, the final in that second set for Calvert. Lanchek will continue to serve on the Calvert side. And Liberty Benton tried to send it over for a free ball from Korea Dehart, but will fall in favor of Calvert, adding on to their lead. Yeah, it looks like they got him with a double touch there, if I saw correctly, because the whole team kind of stopped as they tried to dig that one out. And the check will keep serving on the Calvert side. Set up up front, tapped over, now back to Calvert. Schoenberger setting up near side, Bryn Meyer, but that will actually be a point in favor of Calvert as thought they were going to get that one in favor of Liberty Benton, but they looks like they called a net violation on Liberty Benton. Yeah, a little bit of a net violation. I believe that was on Korea Dehart in particular. She did make contact with the net as she was going up. Check still serving for Calvert. Liberty Benton gets the upfront attack from Sophia Barbara. Back row attack this time from Caroline Lanachek now out of the Liberty Benton side. Far side attack. First to hit it was Olivia Miller. So on the opposite side for Allie Porter. And that will fall in favor of Calvert after the deflection. It'll add on to lead. It's now 7-2 here in the first set. I do believe they got number 7 for Liberty Benton. That is Lauren Gherkin. They got act actually got her with a net violation, which is, you don't see that every day. Lanichek will continue to serve on the Calvert side. Liberty Benton will set up back row attack for Gherkin, but much too strong. Actually hits the back row, back wall on the fly. So eight to two now, Calvert leads. That was a heck of a hit, my goodness. Already a timeout taken on the Liberty Benton side. Eight to two, your score here in this first set of action is Calvert now, like you said, Matt, already kind of starting to pull away here in set number one. Lance Morris and Matt Common here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And I mean, Matt, we, we thought this could be, you know, and still can be a test for Calvert, but I mean, so far so good for the Zenecas. Well, it is a test. I mean, it's still gonna be a test. This Liberty Benton team is a very competitive, competent team. I'm very convinced they're going to make a solid, potentially deep, deep run in the postseason themselves. They're, they're a really nice sports car. They're a Corvette. Calvert's a Lamborghini. It's just simple as that. It's, it is still a test. It's still a competition for them. They're still gonna get pushed a little bit, but at the end of the day, one is a premier top of the line car. The other is also a premier, but not as top of the line car. And it shows. I mean, honestly, Calvert took a set from the defending state runner-ups in Division One, who also that same team won it the year before that. So two years in a row make it to the state finals. And they took a set and made it competitive for two out of those three sets that they lost. Over Calvert after the return. Schoenberger setting it up for Allie Porter. Blocked back to Calvert. Can they get it over for the free ball? Yes, they can off the hands of Shook. Set it up near side. Sophia Barbara slams that one down for the Liberty Benton point. Yeah, nice job there on the attack. Very good back set from Liberty Benton. In particular, number six, if I'm seeing the numbers down there correctly. Alyssa Haney-Wells did a good job setting that one up nicely for Barbara for the attack. 
Calvert setting things up far side, Cameron Shook, and that will fall as a kill for Cameron Shook off of the Liberty Benton deflection. And that kill brought to you by Harold Floriana Funeral Home, Fostoria's oldest established funeral home serving the area for over 100 years. You can find them on 301 West Tiffin Street in Fostoria. Almost like you just know that. And it's like, I, the, no script in front of me, I might add. Wasn't that kind of impressive? It was. <laughs> Dirksen now serving for Calvert, and now will be a point for Liberty Benton Dirksen. Tried to save it on the die, but unable to do so. Makes it 9-4, to four, currently at Liberty Benton trailing Calvert. Needless to say, I had a lot of free time between the JV and varsity game on Saturday. I tried to memorize the live reads as much as I could. So we'll have a sub now for Liberty Benton as DeHart will check back in, as will Lindsey May. Caitlin Ertljack now to serve for Liberty Benton. Calvert sets it up near side. Cameron Shook slams that one down for the Calvert kill. Adds on to their lead. It's now 10-4 here in the first set. I don't know what necessarily is about Cameron Shook's attacks and when she does get the kills, but just it seems like even when people make contact with her or try to dig it out, it just always sails on them in some way. It's very strange. You don't really see that with a lot of other attackers. Ali Porter now serving for Calvert. Griffin's attack, barely able to get over the net. Emily Miller will send it over from the back row this time. Sophia Barber tries to fight through the wall. Back now onto the Liberty Benton side and will fall on the far side of the floor in favor of Calvert. Makes it now 11-4 here in the first set. Yeah, Bryn Dirksen with a nice free ball there that uh, just happened to land perfectly between two defenders for the point. Emily Porter will continue to serve for the Senecas. That'll be just a touch too strong on the far side corner for the service errors. It'll flip back over to Liberty Benton. I really got to say, once again, we talk about time in and time out. Allie Porter's development, the fact that she almost never comes off the floor, really is a testament to how vital she is to this team and her growth as a player overall. Porter first to hit it after the Liberty Benton serve. They'll set it up for Emily Miller. Liberty Benton will see if they can get it over for the free ball. They somehow can after a crazy deflection off the rafters. But Cameron Shook sends that one right back where it came from for another kill for the homecoming queen. Adds on to their lead. That back set there from Turkson was about as pretty as they come. Very well done. Great execution. Cameron Shook just phenomenal. You, you get her in open space at the net, she's going to make something happen every time. Cecilia Palm now back to serve for the Senecas. Liberty Benton gets that one through the wall up front from Lauren Gherkin and puts that one through for the Liberty Benton point, makes it 12 to 6 here in the first set. And Lauren Gherkin gave that one a shrug of, hey, it worked. We're just going to take it and run with it. Listen, Handy Wells now back to serve for Liberty Benton. Order first to hit it on the serve. They set it up for Lanachek, acts on the free ball back over to Calvert. Set it up opposite side. Emily Miller blocked by Liberty Benson, but they'll block it out of bounds. Point will stick over with Calvert adds on to their lead. Really solid execution there, and I really like what we saw from Dirksen and Borgio out there during their time before the substitution to bring Meyer and Olivia Miller back out there. They did good, and that goes back to that depth that Coach Rombach has been developing throughout this season. Really going to help them out come postseason time. On to the Liberty Benton side after a little joust at the net. Diving save from Palm. Ali Porter will attempt to get it over from the back row and will. Adriano set up opposite side. Now slam down off the hand of Lindsey May for the Liberty Benton point. Good again. Another cross net attack. Lindsey May attacking from the front court on the right side. Putting it in on the back court on the left hand side for, Lib for 
Calvert, excuse me, great job. Lindsay Mays' serve will go into the net for the service air as it'll add on to the lead once again for Calvert. It's 14 to seven here in the first set. Well, I mean, she did such a good job on the kill. We're just going to ignore that service air. Chris Schoenberger will sub in for Emily Miller. She'll go back to serve. And the will have that one tapped up front by Lauren Gherkin, but a little too strong as it'll go out of play. Another point for Calvert adds on to the lead. With Lauren Gherkin, I mean, her arm strength is just natural ability. Kind of reminds me of Brett Favre. There's exactly one speed, 90 miles an hour, coming off of the, her arm. Liberty Bentonville set up on the near side for Dehar, but blocked right back by Caroline Lanachek for the Calvert point. And give credit to Bryn Meyer as well, also in on that block and joust at the net. Very good defense at the net from Calvert. Schoenberger serve that time goes into the net for the service air. It'll make it 16 to 8 Calvert leading here in the first set. Okay, trade trading service airs. It's okay. It's, it's a start. So it'll be Lauren Gherkin back to serve for Liberty Benton. Landcheck first hit off of the return. They'll set it up for Bryn Meyer, and the freshman will put that one down for the Calvert kill. Again, adds on to their lead, 17 to 8. Coming into tonight, 76 kills, 23 blocks on the season for Bryn Meyer. She's looked good as a freshman. She's looked very impressive. She's going to be someone that they build this program around going forward. Lanachek back to serve, and that'll be an ace for Lanachek. The Liberty Benton defense didn't really know how to rotate for that one as it'll fall for the ace. Yeah, you don't see that every day, but both people nearest to it just kind of cleared out and just let it fall. Lanachek will continue to serve for Calvert. It'll be a back row attack for Lauren Griffin. Schoenberger first hit it off of the return. And Meyer tries to tap it over, but comes up short. That'll be a point over to Liberty Benton. A little too much finesse on that one. Just a, just a scotch. Just a scotch too much finesse. Good opportunity there by Calvin. I like what they tried to do. I like that decision by Bryn Meyer to try and go with touch as opposed to power on the attack. Just a little too much touch. There's a title check in, and she'll get an ace for Liberty Benton as we just saw kind of a similar thing for Calvert. Defense a little out of sorts that time. Okay, this is getting a little weird. Both teams are kind of trading off on the same types of mistakes, like a point or two apart from each other. You don't see that every day. Todd will continue to serve for Liberty Benson. Calvert will set it up opposite side for Shook. Deflected back on the Calvert side. Now right back over to Liberty Benson. Trying to set things up for Dehar, but bit of an awkward setup that time. It'll fall in favor of Calvert. And just talking about the trading back and forth, Dehart, freshman as well, getting significant minutes for this varsity squad. She went at the net with a bit of a touch attack as well, and it was just a little too, not enough strength on it, and it fell short as well. So her and Bryn Meyer trading mistakes there. Bryn Dirksen now into serve for Calvert. That'll be just in for the kill up front from Sophia Barber for Liberty Benton. Makes it 19 to 11 here in the first set. Really nothing you can say about that besides just outstanding placement. She painted the corner perfectly on that kill. Turtle Jack now back to serve for Liberty Benton. Down the set up for Borgio and it'll be blocked that time by Liberty Benton and will fall in favor of the Eagles. Makes it 19 to 12 here in the first set. Calvert leading. Yeah, you know what? During that timeout, I mentioned that's still going to be a competition. Still going to be a challenge for Calvert tonight, and Liberty Benton certainly making a go of it right now. Little Jack continuing to serve for Liberty Benton. Set up on the opposite side for Borgio. And we'll give that one over to Calvert. I believe they're going to call a double hit, or they're going to say they attacked it with a closed fist, they will say. Yeah, closed fist attack by Liberty Benton, so that will give the point to Calvert. 
And even if they didn't, had they continued it, the follow-up attack and air inadvertent free ball from Liberty Benton did go out of bounds anyway. So the point was going to end up in Calvert's favor. All right, Border will have that one fall in her favor for the ace. Adds on to the Calvert lead. It's now 21 to 12 here in the first set. And just, again, something we bring up. She does a good job with her serves. I mean, it used to be every time would be in the net. Now she's getting more consistent with it. Border will continue to serve for Calvert. Barber will send that over up front for Liberty Benson. Emily Miller trying to get that one through. Accidental free ball almost, but Liberty Benton's able to tap it over. Deflect in and will fall on Liberty Benton's side for the kill for Calvert out of the hand of Cameron Shook. Cameron Shook really playing some nice uh, English on those, I would say. Very good execution once again. Second timeout taken of this first set by Liberty Benson. Makes it 22 to 12. Here, Liberty Benton trailing Calvert here in this first set of action. Lance Moore's alongside Matt Common for today's action here of high school volleyball. And Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI online. The WBVI.com. We, of course, have some volleyball action in front of you, and we'll continue to have that over the next few weeks as we start with the postseason next week. But looking at both of these football teams, Matt, both of these football teams are very good in their own right. We'll, of course, have coverage of them over the next few weeks as well. Yeah, I was say, next... Uh Next Friday, you and I have two very nice showdowns at the OK Corral that we get to cover. Liberty Benton versus Macomb. I mean, that's just, you know, sunrise in the east, sunsets in the west. Death, taxes, Liberty Benton and Macomb competing for the BBC title. Calvert, on the other hand, could play upset special from the preseason anointing of Hopewell Loudon as the perennial favorite in the SBC. They, they could actually pull a bit of, I wouldn't necessarily an upset, but I know everyone was really expecting Hopewell Loudon to kind of run unopposed in the league this year. Should be some good games next week. Ready to go following the timeout. Calvert will be able to get it over to Liberty Benton on the free ball. Set up for Sophia Barba, but blocked that time by Emily Miller along with Bella Borgio. Now back to Calvert after the quick volley. Up front they attempted to set it up for Emily Miller, but Liberty Benton was set up that time and will fall in favor of LB. Yeah, I think Bryn Dirksen thought Emily Miller was a lot closer than she was on that one. Good good job. It was a nice back set that she tried to implement there. Just uh, Emily Miller was still in the back row and was not right next to her on that attack. Set it up for Emily Miller. Now dug out by Liberty Benton. Sound will set it up for Lindsay May, but again, kind of the same mirroring action as a bit of an awkward setup for Lindsay May. It'll fall in favor of Calvert. This is just getting a little bizarre. I mean, it's not even Friday the 13th yet. We're seeing a lot of weird parallels between these two teams tonight. So Palm now back to serve for Calvert. Then sets it up up front for Lindsay May. And this time, Lindsay May able to slam that one down for the Liberty Benton kill. That one worked. <laughs> that one worked quite nicely, it seems. 23 to 14, your score here in the first set. Calvert with the lead. Liberty Benton, though, with possession as Korea Dehart will go back to serve. Border first to hit off of the return. Up front for Lanacek. Accidental free ball from Earl Jack and goes all the way over to the Calvert bench. Calvert now one point away from taking the first set. When Lanacek gets all the way up, like a full jump, full extension, she honestly looks like she's dunking the ball over the net sometimes. It's really impressive. Libby Miller now back on the floor. She'll go back to serve for Calvert. That time a little too strong. It'll fall as a service error. It'll go back over to Liberty Benton. Yeah, a little too much there from Olivia Miller. But uh, you know what? You want to talk about someone who's really developed her game. She has been just incredible this season. I mean, she, she has absolutely 
done an amazing job taking over that leadership role as a senior, as the primary setter for this team. She's absolutely phenomenal this year. Yeah, we'll set things up for Bryn Meyer. Liberty Benton will now have it on their side. And that'll be a little too strong after the serve attempt that time. So Calvert will take this first set to 25 to 15 here over Liberty Benson. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, start up set number two here from Calvert. You're listening to High School Volleyball on Classic 967 WBI. With the crime rate and the push to decriminalize now stronger than ever, it's so important that the voters elect a candidate for the Tiffin Fostoria Municipal Court Judge position who will protect us and our loved ones. My name is Jim Fruth, and I am your candidate for judge for the Tiffin Story Municipal Court. I will handle legal matters by the books while treating each individual with compassion and respect. It's important to restore the Tiffin Story Municipal Court to its former integrity. Please join me in voting for Jim Fruth for Tiffin Story Municipal Court Judge on Tuesday, November 7. Paid for by Fruth for Judge, Tom Zerm, Treasurer. It's such a beautiful sight to see all the colors of the leaves change in the fall. What's not so wonderful is when they get stuck in your gutters. Weber Guard Gutter Guards of Fostoria has your answer. Let Weber Guard protect your gutters with a local product that is designed to let the water flow through your gutters, but keep the leaves and helicopter whirlies out. This cost-effective protection is a no-brainer. Call Kelly Weber for your free no-obligation estimate today at 419-619-6600. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. We are here from Calvert, your site for today's action in high school volleyball. Calvert taking set number 125 to 15 over Liberty Benton, just a few moments away from starting set number two. Lance Moore's Matt Calvert here with the Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And a big set win for Calvert here in set number one. And, you know, worth uh, reiterating with uh, how strong these two teams are is they both won their conferences. Calvert, the SBC River, Liberty Benton, the BBC. Calvert ranked currently number three in Division Four, while Liberty Benton themselves is ranked as the number 19 team in Division Two. And you know, it hasn't been. Uh, it's been within the last few years. Both of these programs have won some hardware at the end of their season. So very strong teams here, even with you know some of the graduation that has obviously hit both of these teams over these few seasons. Well, well, and it's because both of these teams have become staples in this sport. I mean, they're they're industries in this sport. They don't rebuild; they reload. That's what you see with both of these programs. I mean, just a testament to that. Josh Morgard the other day put out a stat: 69 straight conference wins for Liberty Benton, 90 straight for Calvert. I mean, it's just dominance. The first point of set number two will belong to Calvert after the hill from Lanachek on the near side as 
Her Schoenberger, I guess, acts like she's an old lady based on how right before she subbed in, but now she'll go back and serve for Calvert. Well, you know, she's got to mix things up sometimes, I suppose. Set things up up front for Gherkin. Blocked that time by Landa. Checks are still on Larry Benton's side. They'll end up hitting over from the back row. Hit right back over by Olivia Miller. Perfectly painting at far side corner for the Calvert point. A really good job once again by Calvert. Nice cross attack like that. Very well executed. And Calvert just, they seem to be picking up right where they left off at the end of set one. We're then setting things up for Lindsay May, but her attack will be a little strong. That will fall in favor of Calvert. Adds on to their lead. It's now 3 to nothing here in the second set. And once again, something that Calvert has advantage of with their gym, with how tight and narrow it is, that, that makes a bit of a challenge for those strong attackers that you have for other teams. Well, we'll set it up on the opposite side for Allie Porter. She tried her own cross-court hit. Now it's back on the Calvert side. For Allie Porter once again. Arnold Jack will dig it up for Liberty Benson up front for Lauren Gherkin. And Gherkin gets that one through the wall for the first Liberty Benton point of set number two. Good defense at the net again. Just a little bit of a bad angle on the defense between, um, by, by apologies, Miller and Meyer down there. Still good defense. They were able to make good contact with it. Just ended up getting deflected away after the tip. Norman checking in for the first time for Liberty Benton to serve. Calvert will set that one up for Bryn Meyer, and the freshman will power that one through for the Calvert kill. Just dunked that ball on. That was impressive. We'll see Caroline Landacek back to serve for Calvert. Calvert the 4-1 to lead here in set number two. And then will set up up front for Gherkin. Blocked. Still on now the Calvert side. Olivia Miller sending it back over, then accidental free ball back over to the Senecas. Set things up for Allie Porter. And that'll be just a touch too strong near that far side back corner. That'll be a point for Liberty Benton. Calvert was calling for the tip there, the deflection. I don't think they were going to get it. That was just good, good defense and good decision making from Liberty Benton. Good attack from Porter, just a little too much on it. Future Lauren Green Falcon, Lauren Gherkin now back to serve for Liberty Benton. As Shook try to get that one through the wall of Sophia Barber along with Korea Dehar that time for Liberty Benson. It'll go in favor of the Eagles. Not bad of the mistake there. It just didn't get enough on to get actually over the net. End up getting that fourth touch violation for Calvert. Working will continue to serve for Liberty Benson and the senior will come in and get an ace that time and tie it up here at fours in the second set. Yeah, just good job by Liberty Benton. They really haven't lost any stride. They're just continuing to put the effort in. A little bit of poor defense on that particular one from Calvert. Still serving for Liberty Benton. Porter is tapping that one over now. Barbara up front attack for Liberty Benton this time. Near side for Bryn Meyer for Calvert. Gherkin will dig it up for LB. Near side will hit it over for that time to Calvert. Up front attack from Shook. Maybe Liberty Benton can save it. Gherkin gets to that. Myrtle Jack will send it over now to Calvert on the free ball. Far side setting this up. Allie Porter blocks back to Calvert. And again, we'll see Shook send it over to the Liberty Benton side. Little Jack setting up for Dehart. Again by Calvert. Palm near side for Bryn Meyer. Blocks back again over to Calvert. Tapped over by Olivia Miller for the dump. Backline attack from Gherkin. Dug out by Schoenberger. Back to the Calvert side. Up front for Allie Porter. Deflected back onto the Calvert side once again. And they'll finally fall in favor of Calvert as the near side official, I think, kind of got Liberty Benton out of sync that time after the long volley. He did. That 
there saying that there should have been a fourth hit. However, the main judge elected to go against it after he had indicated initially that a point had gone for Calvert already. So the Liberty Benton side, they got a pretty valid argument there. That when the main judge on the ladder makes a gesture, you tend to pay attention to it as opposed to continuing to play on the court. Brindersen now will sub it and she'll go back to serve for Calvert. Sophia Barber gets that one over, then sent right back over to Liberty Benton. Diving save from Schoenberger for Allie Porter. Cross-court attack will be dug out by the Eagles. Back line attack from Gherkin. On to the Calvert side. They'll set it up for Shook on the near side. And first cross-court attack will go into the Liberty Benton. Benton, just like that, we're all tied up at fives here in the second set. On a related note, two fantastic volleys in a row between these two teams. It's actually a real shame that was a bit of an errant call by the judge that ended that first volley that we saw. That was beautiful between these two squads. That's on to the Calvert side after the Liberty Benton serve for Shook. CLB set things up. Far side for Dehart. Palm will dig it up for Calvert. Far side will set it up for Porter. Somehow got that one through the wall of Liberty Benton for the kill for Calvert. You know, it's only weird if it doesn't work. <laughs> so, bit of an interesting uh, dump there from Allie Porter, but they were able to get it over, get the point, get back in the lead, and now they have the serve. Allie Porter will, in fact, go back to serve for Calvert. Little Jack will pick it up this time for Liberty Benton. They'll set things up for Sophia Barber. She'll get that one over with her left hand, but then sent right back over. Dirksen, I think, last to hit it that time on the Calvert side for their point. And good job by Dirksen. Uh, a little bit of a free ball situation there. Didn't really go on the attack too much. Just kind of got over to the past the back line there. But good job. Very good placement. End up getting a point for him. Continuing to serve for Calvert. Again, sets things up for Sophia Barber. Now back on the Calvert side. This time Emily Miller tries to slam that one down. And took a little bit after the dig. But will, in fact, fall in favor of Calvert for the point. Makes it now 8-5 to five here in the second set of action. We'll also see a timeout taken by Liberty Benton by their head coach Julie Todd again 8-5 to five, your score Calvert leading here in sets number two Lance Morris alongside Matt Common here for high school volleyball and classic it's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com and since we have a moment it's ESPN night ironically enough here for Calvert so their student section is doing uh, essentially a mock broadcast they have I, I think a shoebox that is acting as a camera they got some mics they got some Looks like some Beats headphones over there. They've got a, got a little bit of it all. You know what I'm just bothered by is they're way better dressed than we are. <laughs> they are? They are rocking okay. solid suits. Let me tell you what, 10 out of 10, no notes on the Calvert ESPN mock coverage that we're seeing here tonight. No, no notes. They're doing great. Even got the hand mic. Perfect placement. Now, quality of the broadcast, that remains to be seen. <laughs> Because I don't think they're plugged into anything. So no, it might just no, they be, are not. might just be one of those broadcasts that happen in their mind. But they're doing great. Really, really impressive stuff. Ready to go following the timeout. Allie Porter will continue to serve for Tiffin Calvert. Near side, Sophia Barber as a tackle. Go a little too strong on the near side corner as it'll be another point for Calvert. Extends their lead now to four. It is kind of amusing, though. That's ESPN night. Wow, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd have known I'd have brought him an extra banner. Yeah, we could have had some fun with it. Now back onto the Calvert side. Set things up for Shook. Accidental free ball that time from Gherkin back to Calvert. Will again set things up this time for Borgio. We'll see Liberty Benson near side, cross court attack. Porter digs it up. 
Far side for Emily Miller. And that'll fall on the little end side for the Calvert point. It was blocked up front by Sophia Barbara. Yeah, really nice job by Emily Miller going on the attack. Good defense from Barbara. Just, again, bad luck on the roll and where it drops. Forrester serving on the Calvert side. Go back over to Calvert after the return. They'll set it up for Emily Miller. Diving attempt from Earl Jackler. It'll fall in favor of Calvert. Extends their lead. It's now 11-5 here in the second set. And kind of sailed on her a little bit, but was still able to land for the point. Quarterback to continue serving on the Calvert side. Set things up back row for Gherkin and her attack a little too strong hitting the basketball part of the key that time. Extends Calvert's lead, it's now up to seven. Very strong attacker. Lauren Gherkin, extremely strong and capable attacker, just sometimes a little too much on those hits. Jack has to send it over to Calvert on the free ball. Set it up for Shook, tapped over with her offhand and will still be able to be saved by Liberty Benton. So for Emily Miller, strong hit, but blocked well that time. Back on the Calvert side. Shook will tap that one back over. And well setting it up for Barbara. And Barbara sends that one down for first of the Benton point here in a little bit. Great attack from Sophia Barbara. Very well done. Love the placement. Love the power behind it. She just put that one down with some authority. And you go back to Cameron Shook's two kind of free ball attacks that we just saw there. Even on those, not a lot of power behind them. They still sailed once they got dug out by Liberty Benton. It's crazy. That'll be another kill for Cameron Shook and the Senecas. Extends their lead. It's now 13-6. Cameron Shook coming into tonight. 139 kills, 10 aces, and 36 blocks on the season. Sue Palm now back to serve for the Senecas. Near side attack from Lindsay May just in on the back line that time for the kill for Lindsay May. Makes it 13-7 down here in the second set. Just in. I mean, they... Maybe a little bit of a breeze from one of the fans in this gym. They have taken that one out of bounds. Calvert now will set things up on the far side for Miller. It'll be blocked that time. And I'll give the points to Liberty Benton. They'll say it didn't clear the net, so it'll be the fourth hit on Calvert. And this is another example that we saw in set number one where Liberty Benton makes a little bit of a rally for themselves. It's up to Calvert to respond. And the Amstutz now to serve for Liberty Benson. Calvert sets it up for Lanichek. Will be dug out by Liberty Benson. Blocked up front. That's on combination of Borgio and Lanichek for the block. And, I mean, we talk about, you know, the freshman in general as Borgio now is checking out. And just the fact that Calvert has Borgio, and I think she's just a little taller than Lanichek. And she's only a freshman. That's just that's just not fair. Well, I mean, just talk about the height between Bryn Meyer and Bella Borgia. I mean, they got a lot of height in this freshman squad and, frankly, just a lot of talent, not just height. We got a very nice kill at the net there from Caroline Lanichek to make it 15-8. They have both. They have height and they have talent. It's really, this freshman class is incredible for Calvert. Moore now back serving for Calvert. And Zemir is able to get that one through the wall for the point and kill for Liberty Benson makes it 15 to nine here in the second set. And that's not even failing to mention people like Katie Coleman, who we've seen get some moments and has actually done some decent things. Megan Romback, a freshman on the JV squad. She's done good stuff on the JV side. It's, there's a lot of talent to be found on this Calvert squad. This communication that time by the Calvert defense is that'll fall in favor of the ace for Liberty Benson, puts it back to within five. And Liberty Benton again, they are 
hanging tough. They're holding their own in this matchup. It's just, as I said in the pregame, just a matter of Cal Calvert may just have more ammunition by the end of the night. Calvert sets up for Lanachek for the proper slam a check. A Harold Flory on a funeral home slam a check. And not only was it a slam a check, but Olivia Miller had like a reaction like you saw when like DeAndre Jordan dunked on Brandon Knight. It was like the ooh, okay. And yeah, that was that was that was that was that was impressive. That was just a solid Harold Flory on a funeral home slam a check there. Ben has to send it over to Calvert for the free ball. Lanachek will hit that one over with her offhand. Liberty Benton will not be able to get it over in the net that time. A attack here up front from Lauren Gherkin adds on to the Calvert lead. It's now 17 to 10 here in the second set. But how many times we mentioned the slam a check though and use that in the broadcast? How have we not gotten like a bank or something like that to sponsor the, the checking account slam a check or something like that? That'll be a block that time from Lanachek and Meyer at the net. And Meyer's a little taller than Lanachek too. Well, that's again, it, you, it's you, crazy. Seriously, you look at this freshman class, and then you also have anchors in there of Carly Meyer and Claire Schellenberger as sophomores with Emily Miller. You're looking at another four years of absolute dominance from this Calvert squad, minimum. And Schellenberger just logged an ace and will cause the second time out to be taken from Liberty Benton. Again, 19-10 now your score here in the second set of action. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And I guess worth a kind of... Just some little history for us is just because this is going to be our last uh, regular season match uh, in here. They'll, of course, come back here for their uh, sectional final next week. But right after that, we'll be uh, getting ready for districts for, for everybody around the area. And I mean, you, you talk about just the fact that Calvert has a, a senior class that's as loaded as it was. Obviously, Lanachek and Shook were the key contributors as freshmen to the state title team in that 2020 season. And they're, uh, they're looking to try and get themselves uh, back to Dayton for the first time since then. Yeah, and they really should end up back in Dayton. I mean, re respectfully to other teams in the Division Four region and in that top four, my, my two cents is I think Calvert has enough depth. I don't think it'll be one of those just dominant performance kind of run things. I think they're going to run to some tough teams along the way. There's no denying that. But I, I think the fact that Calvert has so much depth, has so much talent across the board, realistically are two to three players deep at each position at this stage and coach Rombach's done an amazing job developing this depth throughout the season I really just don't know if there's any teams out there that can keep up with that level of depth once you get to the postseason it will be a point for Liberty Benson as Gherkin was able to get that one in on the near side corner for the Liberty Benson kill makes it now 19 to 11 here in the second set. And the other thing that Calvert now has, they really have it between Carly Meyer, Bryn Meyer, and Lanachek is height. They have so much height on the front line that really has been a bit of an issue for them over the last few years. Lanachek slams that one down for another Harold Foyana Funeral Home slam a check. 20 to 11 now your score here in the second set. Calvert with the advantage. Lanachek will now go back and serve for Calvert. And by the way, the second set brought to you by Roto-Rooter. Give Tim Munger a call, 419-435-3360. And away go Troubles down the drain. And Gherkin tries to get that one in. It'll be just a touch too strong on the back line that time. It'll be another point for Calvert. Their lead back to 10. Good decision there by the back judge. That, that was just a little bit out. That was a little bit of a bang-bang type of play there. Made the right call in that moment. And Jack will continue to serve on the Calvert side. 
Front attack from Gherkin. Lanchek takes it up. Far side, setting it up Porter. That'll fall as a kill for Ali Porter. Adds on to the Coward lead. Now it's 22 to 11. Uh, another Ali Porter knuckleball there. <laughs> Just she, she has a talent with that. She really does on those cross net attacks. It's really impressive. Lanchek back to continue serving on the Calvert side. And then they'll set it up on the opposite side for Gherkin, but a little short that time on the attack. It'll be another point for Calvert. Lots of power, just didn't have enough height on that one. Lanachek will go back and continue to serve for the Senecas with the 23-11 advantage. Will set it up for Gherkin on the far side. Schoenberger will dig it up. Back line attack that time from Lanachek. Bit of an awkward setup, but still able to get it over. Again, Liberty Benton will get that one from Lauren Gherkin. This time able to fight through the wall and have that one drop for Liberty Benton. And good job by Lanachek stopping before she went past that back line. Could have run into a bit of issues there. I believe they might have ended up with a violation had she kept going. But good job at the net once again by Lauren Gherkin as well. Gherkin now back to serve for Liberty Benton. It'll be a back row attack from Shook. Gherkin will dig it up for LB. Barbara will plan that one down after the deflection for the Liberty Benson point. Makes it 23-11 to here in the second set. 23-13. to Sometimes I'm bad with numbers. It's okay. None, none of us are paid the math. It's quite all right. I was told there'd be no math. I was told the same thing. Olivia Miller will dump that over onto the Liberty Benton side. That will be a back row attack from Gherkin. That'll fall on the back line for the Liberty Benton kill. They'll call the deficit back to nine. There you go. Hey, buddy. 23 minus 14 is nine. Good job. <laughs> Sometimes I am able to do the maps. Well done. Calvin this time will set it up for Shook. It'll be deflected, and then just after the deflection falls right in the middle of the Liberty Benton defense. Now Calvert one point away from taking the second set. Yeah, a little bit of luck with the way that deflected just kind of died on the vine right in that no man's land between everybody. But all, all the same, another good attack from Cameron Shook on that play. Bring Dirksen now back to serve for Calvert. Diving save from Dirksen, but ends up falling out of bounds for the Liberty Benson point, makes it 24 to 15. On a side note, if Calvert gets the point here, it'll actually end up being 25 to 15, two sets in a row. Liberty Benton will send it over this time. Calvert sets it up for Shook, and that'll fall in favor of Cameron Shook, and it will in fact be 25 to 15 for the second straight set as Calvert will take set number two as well. We'll go ahead and subside for a quick time. I'll come back for the start of set number three. You're listening to High School Volleyball and Kolatskis 96.7 WBEI. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. 
NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. are just about ready to start the third set of action here from Calvary. Excited for today's action in high school volleyball. Calvary taking each of the first two sets by a score of 25 to 15. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common here with you for today's matchup between Liberty Benson and Calvary. It'll be Olivia Miller serving to start off set number three for the Senecas. It'll be a back row attack from Lauren Gherkin. Miller first to hit it on the return. Set it for Emily Miller. Actually on a free ball that time from Earl Jack back over to Calvert. They'll have to send it right back over on their own free ball over to Liberty Benton. Set things up for Sophia Barbara and she's somehow able to get that one through and will fall in the favor of Liberty Benton. So the Eagles will strike first here in set number three. We'll talk about power on a serve. I mean, Olivia Miller for that serve. That seemed like the most casual serve that nearly went out when she started with that. Very impressive on her part. Benson now will serve from that time. Hanny Wells is in a fall eventually in favor of Liberty Benson now. Eagles up two to nothing. A little miscombobulated out there right now to start off this third set for Calvert. And will be first to hit it for Calvert. Set up for Lana check. That time will fall in favor of the kill for Calvert. First point of set number three. Good job by Lana check on their good attack. Great defense once again from Barbara. We've seen that quite a bit tonight at the net. Just angle and placement once it's deflected off. Nothing really you can do about that one. Schoenberger now to serve for the Senecas. Set it up up front. Will be deflected back over to Liberty Benton. Now briefly back over on the Calvert side. Set up for Allie Porter. She'll try the cross court hit. This time Liberty Benton ready for it. And he will also set up on the near side. East Strickland will get that one through, but that will say that that attack hit the near side antenna, so it'll go in favor of Calvert. Yeah, it definitely did hit the antenna. I mean, there's no getting around it. Saw, saw that thing start weeble wobbling after the ball went past. Schoenberger now to serve again for Calvert. Set up for Barbara. So they'll say Calvert oh. was able to, they say they were able to save it, but they actually call a closed fist hit on Liberty Benton. I'm surprised it was a closed fist and not a net violation there as Barbara actually did end up a good 
you know, six inches into the net kind of situation. That one, getting that one through the wall that time from Sophia Barber. That'll make it now tied up at threes here in set three. Nick, you're seeing why both of these teams are ranked in their respective divisions. I mean, Liberty Bent, yeah, they're down two sets right now, but they've looked good in both of these sets as well. Little Jack will send that one into the net, though, for the service error. It'll go back now over to Calvert. They'll retake the lead. And the ball on the... Uh, the attempt to give it to Caroline Lanachek for the serve ends up in the ESPN section over there. Lanachek now will serve for Calvert. Their side, they'll set it up for May. Dug out by Calvert. Their side, they set it up Bryn Meyer, and that'll fall in favor of a kill from the freshman. Adds on to the Calvert lead. Yeah, just a rough dig there by Caitlin Erdeljack, just unable to get all the way under it. And good placement once again from Bryn Meyer. Lanachek will continue to serve on the Calvert side. Sets things up for Barbara. And is kicked that time all the way over the Liberty Benson bench from Calvert. So that'll go in favor of the Eagles. Put it back to a one-point deficit. Is it just me or ever since we found out that you can kick the ball? We've seen a lot more kicks than we ever have. It does feel that way. Or is it just that we're finally aware of it? <laughs> Slam that one back after the return for the Liberty Benson point, just like that, tied up at fives here in the third set. And again, we're just seeing the type of good play that Liberty Benton is capable of and that we've seen throughout the whole season from Calvert. It's a good even match right now. Calvert will set it up for Shook on the far side, diving save from Liberty Benson. They'll get things over after the quick deflection as May's attack will go a little too short on the near side for that one to go out of play. Calvert will retake the lead. Calvert continuing to do good things and good decision-making as well. We've seen that all season, good decision-making along the sideline and the back line to make sure that if it's getting kind of close, they make a quick assessment and let it go out of bounds. Set it up for Gherkin, diving save from Dirksen for Calvert. Allie Porter will hit it over from the back row. Dumped over that time by Hannywell. Now back to Liberty Benton after the hit from Shooken. They're not able to do anything with it that time. Another point for Calvert. Another example of the ball just sails whenever you try to dig in Cameron Shook kill attempt. Just I, I, You don't really see anything like it with any other player. Dirksen's serve will go a little too strong for the air. It'll flip back over to Liberty Benton. Yes, a little too much on that one by Dirksen. Though she, as well, for a freshman, having a pretty solid season. 18 aces and two kills coming into tonight. And he was now back to serve for Liberty Benson, and she'll do something similar and send it over a little too far as that'll be another service error. And the give-and-go game begins anew here at Calvert High School. Right, Porter now back to serve for the Senecas with a two-point advantage here in the third set. Liberty Benton up front for Gherkin. Block that time, Bella Borgio, along with Emily Miller for the point for Calvert. Freshman and sophomore making a key block like that in a game against a team like Liberty Benton. That's, if you're Coach Rombach, you're smiling from ear to ear on that one. You know you're set for a long time with what you have with this team. And Allie Porter will get the ace thanks to the Rafters here at Calvert High School. Their lead up to four. The unofficial seventh player on the court at all times for Calvert Volleyball. It really is. It really is an incredible home court advantage that they have here. Almost saw another ace from Porter. It'll end up being saved for a free ball, but then 
Accidental free ball right back over to Calvert. Set it up for Shook. He'll be deflected a few times and will fall on the Liberty Benton side for another Calvert. Point makes it 11 to 6 here in the third set. Yeah, at this point, Calvert really starting to pull away. You saw Liberty Benton make it competitive to start the set. They've done some good things even since then. Just Calvert is just the superior team this season. Well, Jacqueline is sending it over to Calvert on the free ball. Send it up for Emily Miller. Now Liberty Benton sets things up for Gherkin. Back over onto the Calvert side. Emily Miller again will hit it over, but a little too strong that time on the near side corner. It'll be a point for Liberty Benton. Yeah, that one sailed just a little bit on Emily Miller, but our good attack. Our good attack. I like where she was trying to place it just a little too much on that one. Something we don't see often is Allie Porter checking out, checking in will be Katie Coleman. Yeah, that's that's a rare occurrence. That, that is a very rare occurrence on the substitutions that they have. You don't see Allie Porter check out too often. Set it up for Emily Miller. Will be deflected a few times by the different players for Liberty Benson. Unable to get it over the net. It'll make it now 12-7. Calvert leading in the third set. And our substitutions, Cameron Shook and Caroline Lanichek swap spots on the sideline for now. So now Lanichek out there. Palm will go back and serve for Calvert. Liberty Benton will set it up on the near side. Cross court attack attempt. Set it for Borgio. Blocked back over now to Liberty Benton after a quick back and forth. Kirkman will hit it over softly. Far side setting things up for Emily Miller. And that'll be just in for Emily Miller that time. It'll fall in favor of Calvert for the point. Sure. <laughs> That's why I had the hesitation in my voice that I did. I did not think that was going to be it. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Long will continue to serve on the Calvert side. We're going to lose it over on the back row attack that time. So look for Lanachek. Actually, the free ball. Lanachek sends it right back where it came from for the Calvert slam. Another great kill there from Caroline Lanachek at the net. Put it straight down on the other side. Excellent placement on that block and then dump right there for the point. Ball will continue to serve on the Calvert side. Nice on a free ball from Gherkin. Now Gherkin hit it back over now to Calvert. Set it up for Emily Miller. Diving save from Ernel Jack. It'll go right into the Liberty Benton bench for another point for Calvert. I give Emily Miller credit. She called her shot on that one, asking for it again because her kill attempt, she completely swung and missed it, just barely got it over the net. So good job on her part. And we continue to serve on the Calvert side. Ren sets it up for Gherkin. Diving save from Palm. Set it for Borgio on the near side. And that will fall in favor of another kill, this time from the freshman, Bella Borgio. Another timeout will be taken on the Liberty Benton side at 16-7 here. Calvert, the lead here in the third set of action. Lance Moore, Matt Common here with you. Classic, it's 96-7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And I mean, Matt, coming in tonight, we weren't sure exactly what to make of Liberty Benton. Obviously, we knew they won the BBC. We knew they had been ranked in Division II. We knew they had done a lot of good things, and they still have done some good things thus far, but you just knew that they had a Karis Willow-sized hole to try and replace, and Regardless of all the things in the league, they weren't going to be able to replicate a Division One volleyball talent that's going on now is playing at Penn State. Still a very good team, but it's just that's the time that kind of player doesn't come around very often, if they ever come around. 
Well, I mean, look at Calver from a year or two ago having to replace Emma White or having to replace Hannah Miller to some extent this year. I mean, it's kind of been a team effort to replace that level of attack. You, you don't get a Karis Willow to walk through the door every day. You don't get a Karis Willow to walk through the door once every 10 years kind of thing. So You get yeah. that once every 10 years if you're very, very lucky. If you're <laughs> extremely lucky. So, yeah, to replace Karis Willow, that is a very tall order for this Liberty Benton squad. And I give them credit. I mean, 19 and two on the, or 18 oh, two on the season coming in. Can end up 18 and three on the season after tonight, most likely. It's, they've done some good things. They really are a good, competent team. It's not that they're bad by any means. They're almost accidentally free ball that over and then was able to get it over. And they'll follow with double hits. I believe they called it against Calvert. Yes. Yeah, got, got the double touch against Calvert there. It's it 17 to 8 now, Calvert with the lead, but will be Liberty Benton now back to serve as Gherkin will hit that one over. Lanichek will get that one through the wall and properly able to get that through the wall as Hannywell's trying to dive and save it. It'll fall again in favor of Calvert as they're back to 10. Yeah, really just another good attack at the net, getting able to break through that initial wall of defenders, just letting that deflection from the defenders fall flat like that. That's good, good luck in favor of Calvert. Violent ace attempt and works to perfection that time for Olivia Miller, or in fact the ace. We haven't seen Olivia Miller pull that one out usually, for a couple of weeks. Usually it, things have got to be going just right for her to break it out. It is 19-8. I mean, things are definitely going well. We'll try it once again. Working able to dig it up this time for Liberty Benson. Up front attack from Barbara. Blocked back onto the Calvert side. A diving save from Olivia Miller, but just went under the back, the part of the net. But I think Coach Shuletop was about to, about to be very upset they did not get that call. Yeah, I mean, Olivia Miller was actually on the Liberty Benson side. She was. You know, respect, though. Respect. That was a good full effort to try and get to that just... You know, she, she did land on the other side, so. <laughs> As Caroline Lanchek gave an explanation from the officials to pass on to Coach Rombeck. You know, I wish other sports would do that, too. Have the player come get the information, then explain it to the coach. I, I feel there would be a lot of headaches for high school football referees that would be solved in that regard. Almost. Dig that one up this time after the serve. Emily Miller, a violent hit, but somehow able to be saved from Liberty Benson, but will end up sitting it too far on the attack, so will fall in favor of Calvert again, adding on to their lead here in third set. Yeah, just a tad too strong there, as we're going to see in our substitutions, Allie Porter and Claire Schoenberger checking in for Kitty Coleman and Emily Miller. And that's where five away from a three-set sweep. Schoenberger now on to serve for Calvert. Ryan sets it up for Sophia Barber, and that'll fall in favor of Liberty Benson. They'll call the underhand hit on Calvert. It's going to fall anyhow after the uh, angle that which uh, first hit off Lanachek. Well, and I mean, Lanachek was kind of holding on to the ball as so it was just going down the net. That You're going to get the point either way. Lanachek now serving for Liberty Benson. Big block that time from Sophia Barbara for the Liberty Benton point. Great block at the net from Sophia Barbara. Very well done. And, you know, that's not easy to do against Caroline Lanachek. That's a good job on her part. Jack will continue to serve on the Liberty Benton side. Center for Allie Porter. Kirkin digs it up. And joust. And then Lanachek will send that one back where it came from for the Calvert point. And Kill makes it 21 to 11 here in the third set. And you know what? I'm going to give it to her. That is a good slam a check there. Very nicely done. 
Good placement. She saw the defense was out of sorts because the tip at the net was able to attack in open space. Very well done. And check now back to serve on the Calvert side. Sauron took its time coming down from the rafters before Lindsay May hit it over for Liberty Benson. Far side attempt and will be a kill for Allie Porter. Usually don't see uh, too much of a violent style kill from Allie Porter, but that's one of the one of the harder ones we've seen from her. Yeah, that was a great job. Very very strong on the attack. Kind of got it in that uh, no man's land kind of hit box on the defender there, and just good job. Real, really nice, powerful kill from Allie Porter. Line check back to continue serving on the Calvert side. Gurkin will get up, dig it up for LB. He'll set it up for Sophia Barbara. Back on to the Calvert side now. Back line attack from Wanichek, but comes up short that time. It'll go in favor of Liberty Benson. And you know, really for that point, I really just think Calvert's trying to make sure that it's 25 to 15 for the third set as well. Because we're getting close. We are getting close to that being the case once again. And Amstutz now back to serve for Liberty Benson. Palm first hit it off of the return. Hit it over and Ren Meyer will sit that one down for the Calvert points. Makes it 23 to now 12. Bryn Meyer just doing another great job at the net. We've seen her do that time and time again this season for a freshman is just incredible. Came into tonight, 76 kills, 23 blocks. Definitely has added to both those numbers as the game's gone on. And Bergson now serving for Calvert and now we'll have a violation called as Gherkin that time went under the net. So now Calvert one point away from taking this one in straight sets. Yeah, and to be fair, I saw the Liberty Benton coach come forward, it's like, you did point it out last time, so it's gonna right. they're gonna call it in that situation. Erickson will continue to serve for Calvert. Even sets it up for Gherkin. Diving save. Palm able to get that one over. Air side attack from Liberty Benton. Now hit first by Palm. Air side setting it up for Shook. Saved again by Liberty Benton up front for Gherkin. And that will fall in favor of Liberty Benson as they want back to give the points to the Eagles, makes it 24 to 13. They're so close. They're so close to gain it again. We'll see if it happens. Sahani Wells now back to serve for Liberty Benson. Porter digs it up for Calvert. Setting things up far side for Borgio. Diving save from Hanny Wells. Down near side attack from Liberty Benson. Joust of the net now on the Liberty Benton side. Gherkin will get that one through and will fall in favor of Liberty Benton. Keeping this one going. 24-14 now. <laughs> I'm saying. One more point from Liberty Benton, then close it out for Calvert. And it'll look like a computer game simulation score. Wells will continue to serve for Liberty Benton. Calvert sets it up near side for Shook, and that will, in fact, do it 25-14 to 14 as Calvert will take this one in straight sets over Liberty Benton. Great job again by Shook. She is just so deadly from the corners there. Night in and night out, another great performance from this Calvert team as a whole, and really just more the same of what we expect to see from them whenever we do cover a Calvert volleyball game. They're just such an elite team, top to bottom. It's You're really hard-pressed to... They honestly expect anything less from them at this point. A great performance. Really like what we saw from Liberty Benton. They're definitely going to be a team that makes a nice run for themselves. But Calvert coming out of this gauntlet part of a schedule with a little bit, a tiny little bit of a breather in the middle there with Woodmore. Of coming out of this really tough part of the schedule, two and one. 
five-set win against St. Ursula, a four-set loss against Magnificat. So they still took a set in that particular one, that three-set sweep tonight against Liberty Benton. The Coach Rombach's team, they're ready. They are definitely postseason ready at this point. You have gone through a, probably the toughest part of your schedule, and you've come out with a winning record and with a good dominant performance to close it out as well. So I absolutely think they're ready for ready ready for the big show. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Then we'll come back and wrap this one up again. Calvert winning in straight sets tonight over Liberty Benton. You're listening to High School Volleyball and Kolaska at 96.7 WBBI. Due to substantial growth at Morgan Advanced Materials, we're hiring and want you to join our team. If you're looking for a competitive starting wage, Morgan Advanced Materials has production operator positions starting at $19.76 an hour with the potential of up to $23.91 an hour. Join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Fostoria. Call us at 419-360-9751 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Welcome to Big B Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you and her and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. It's Cash for Cars at Warner Economy Corner in Finley. Not much has changed with the shortage of good quality used cars, but Warner Economy Corner is looking to buy. At the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, Warner Economy Corner is paying cash for cars. Bring your vehicle down to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and go home with cash in hand. Warner Economy Corner is buying cars and making deals. Open daily Monday through Friday. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. 
Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. FDR to put our finishing touches on this one here. Calvert winning in straight sets tonight over Liberty Benton, 25 to 15 in the first two sets, and then 25 to 14 in set number three. Lance Morris, Matt Calvert here with the Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And once again, just I, I, I'm running out of words on how to talk about this Calvert team. So go ahead, you 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 you, you, do, you do some words. I get to do some words. Really? Aardvark, snorkel, platypus, Scandinavia, New Mexico. Words. No, really, I, all joking aside, there, what more can be said about this Calvert squad? I mean, they're extremely dominant. They're deep. They have quality depth across the board. Everyone can play a variety of different roles on this team. You don't see one person dominating one individual aspect of it. I mean, to be fair, Olivia Miller. Great job setting. She's absolutely the team leader in assists. You see Lanichek leading the team in kills. But you also see four other girls at 100 kills or more. You have other players in high digits for assists as well. You have a lot of players with aces. It's just the talent level across this team is so complete. It's really, when I say things like, I, I do expect them to be playing in Dayton this year, it's not because, oh, just we're the official broadcast partner for them. We want to say that they're going to date and be optimistic. It's I can legitimately say I really can only think of maybe two teams in the MAC that, based on bracketing, I don't think they're going they to won't meet see them until states. until states anyway that should be able to give this team a legitimate me, run for their money. Let me be as honest as I can possibly be. By all means. The honesty is key when it comes to broadcasting. In terms of the postseason. Calvert is going to win their sectional. Yes, they are. They're going to win their district. The Calvert is going to win their district. They're going to win their first regional game. The second regional game is where it could get hairy. That second regional game, in all likelihood, not to take away from Cary or Mohawk or Macomb, they are all our teams that can make runs themselves. They are in on a crash course for a rematch with Crestview. Correct. That is who it is very likely that they will play. Not obviously a fact. Still have to have teams, you know, progress from sectionals all the way to that point in regionals, but all signs point to that being your matchup. Going to be a top five matchup in Division 4. Absolutely. So it's going to be a knockdown dragout event, regardless of if it is able to go Calvert's way or not, but that's in my opinion where we're going to truly see what this Calvert team is made of, and it's just a matter of kind of getting themselves and making sure they can get to that point. Well, and it's going to see where Cal what Calvert is capable of, what they, what the true expectation for this team or what the true ceiling for this team might actually be because that Crestview game, and I, I say this with respect to those the two MAC schools. I mean, New Bremen's having a good year, and I believe it's Coldwater. Uh, Cold, Coldwater, I believe, is Division Three. It's so Fort, Fort Loramie and New Bremen are the two teams yeah, Fort above, above Calvert in Division Four ranks. Uh, Fort Loramie, my apologies. So those two teams being above Calvert in the rankings, I mean, one of them is going to have to knock the other out. It's just as simple as that. They're going to end up playing against each other. I'd have to look. They might be in the same district. Yeah, it's because I know that's what happened with New Bremen and Mary. Er, yeah, New Bremen and Marion local last year because they played in the district title, and then obviously one was done. Correct. So it's that they're going to have to run into each other. So that's you're already eliminating one of the challenges off the bat. It really is going to come down to, in my opinion, 
And I don't want to give any locker room or billboard material to either of those Mac school teams. I really think you could be looking at that regional final between Crestview and Calvert as a de facto state title game. I, I think it's most likely whoever wins that one is most likely going to come away as state champions this year. And it's, it's going to really be a true test once they get to that point. Now, mind you, we are speculating way ahead oh, of things. very much so. I, I mean, knock on wood, whatever I can find that is wood-based to some capacity, just as likely as Calvert to make states is they something could just go horrifically wrong at districts or in the regional semifinal kind of situation, and they don't make it. It's you get in the postseason, they play the games, they play the matches for a reason. But if you're just going off of pure speculation, I really do agree with you. I think regional finals against Crestview is probably going to be their next legitimate challenge. And even in that regard, I think it might be their toughest challenge, even including what could be whatever the state final four and then state title matchup would end up being for them. It's that Crestview team does so many things well that Calvert also does well. It's a good match between the two of them. I think the closest comparison would be what we saw with St. Ursula versus Calvert in that game where it goes five sets. I don't think it's more along the lines of Magnificat Calvert. I really think it's more that St. Ursula Calvert kind of matchup where it's going to go to the wire between those two teams. And I mean, as long as it gets to that point, I mean, a lot of things have to go right for Crestview as well in terms of being able to win their region or district, being able to move forward and stuff like that. And it's just called as this for a carrier, a Macomb or a Mohawk. It's not out of the realm of reason one of them could knock so, out Crestview too. Based on what I saw in the brackets, Fort Loramie and New Bremen are likely that regional final. Okay. So one of those teams will knock each other out the same way we are thinking Crestview, Crestview or Mohawk or Calvert would knock each other out in that region. Correct. And again, I will say to that one, it's very important for us to both note as well, this is not a discredit to um, Cary or Mohawk or Macomb or anything like that. There are even Lipsick to some extent. Yeah, Lipsick is in the same district as Crestview. Yeah, so it's it's not out of the realm of reason that one of those teams could plausibly knock out Crestview as well. It's just when you watch Crestview we knew how play, good We saw how good Crestview was last year. Yeah, we saw how good they were last year. You know what Crestview's capable of. We've seen them throughout this season, different pieces, parts, and it seems like it's more of the same. Now, just the real question is, has Calvert developed enough depth, enough broadness to their team to not have it where, like we saw last year, we're kind of turning into Hannah Miller playing hero ball for a decent chunk of the match. And if they're able to adjust and able to keep that going, I really think that is a de facto state title game because then they'll go into the state final semifinals. Whoever they play against that one should be competitive, but I would imagine Calvert would come out on top. And then it's, you know, our, our dreaded nightmare, a team that we cover versus a Mac program. It's usually where our hopes go to die, at least in state final fours for football year in and year out. But at that point, it's potentially another showdown between New Bremen and Calvert, which we've seen a few times. It's there. There's not. It's not meant to be a dig. It's not meant to be a joke or making fun of any of the other teams in the area. It's just a simple fact of the matter. There is such a top tier in Division Four this year between Crestview, New Bremen, Fort Lorby, Calvert, and I. I would honestly. 
put Mohawk and Lipsick in that category yeah. as well. I mean, Carrie and McComb, they do some very good things as well, but I would put those two up in that elite tier. Don't, don't forget, Carrie did knock off Mohawk last year. That they did. We, we were present for that one. I believe, weren't we? No, that was the, they, that was the district uh, title that Mohawk, that, or that carry then won, that we then saw Mohawk lose to maybe Hilltop? It was Hilltop. They, they lost, it was to one of those teams in yeah. that uh, regional final, in the regional semis before Calvert then played Crestview. That, yeah, that was Hilltop in that situation. So, yeah, it's, it's not meant to be a dig. It's just there's such a top tier right now in Division Four volleyball. Calvert is absolutely in the middle of that, if not near if not at the top of that elite tier. And it's just, you know, a combination of we're going to see how the how the ball bounces between sectionals, districts, and regionals, see what they end up with, see who they end up going against. Um, for my money, if it's anyone besides Mohawk, Carey, or Crestview, I think Calvert has smooth sailing all the way to Dayton and probably smooth sailing all the way to that championship game. It's this team looks ready. They look poised to make a deep playoff run and a state title run. And on the flip side of that, giving a little bit of credit to Liberty Benton here, I mean, the talent that we're seeing them perform with in replacement of Karis Willow, you got to feel that they are going to make a run too. I mean, this Calver team really kind of puts everyone through their paces, and it showed once again tonight, 25-15, 25-15, 25-14. But you, you look at the stat line for them coming into tonight, Lauren Gherkin, 229 kills. Sophia Barber, 149. Lindsey May, 130. Korea Dehart, 87. I mean, this is a team, they are a little more top-heavy than you probably would want them to be. But that's still four people that after tonight, especially because Dehart had some good kills as well, probably four players over 100 kills minimum for them. Yeah, you're replacing Karis Willow, but re replacement by committee seems to be working for these Eagles as well, and they're, they're definitely going to make a great run as well. Thank you for listening to High School Volleyball here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. A big thank you to our producer for tonight, Bart Wilson, back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing the course. Oh, absolutely doing the Lord's work each and every time. And also a quality Batman impression, if I do say so myself. Big thanks as well to Adam Smith, Leah Bowie, and Paul Shoemaker, everyone from Calvert that helps make our broadcast possible. Thank you as well to our sports and Tiffin area sponsors for the help they provide each week. Of course, a big thanks to the fans, parents, everyone else from Calvert. We are able to talk to whenever we cover a Calvert event as our now third year as their official broadcast partner. And our coverage of Calvert Athletics doesn't stop anytime soon. We'll have coverage of their matchup with Willard on Friday. That'll be on Classic Hits 96.7. That'll be right here. And then we'll have that highly anticipated matchup with Hopewell Loudon in Week 10. And that will be over on WA with Matt and Tom, and I know they are both very excited for that one. Yeah, Tom and I actually spoke on the phone uh, yesterday a little bit, and <laughs> how do I say this nicely? We were both talking about how much we can't wait for next week's game. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I've been talking about I've been ready for week 10 since like week 3, just yeah, because of how anticipated it I, is. I mean, it's going to be such a good matchup between them, and I, we talk about the Tiffin-Calvert community and the Cal Tiffin community in general, just how much they've embraced us and welcomed us into their community, being the official broadcast partners. I mean, I just gave the rock and roll sign to Coach Coleman over there, just having a good time. But really, this is what we're getting the stage of season. It's actually a little bittersweet. This is our last time for this season in this arena, in this gym, at least for volleyball. I mean, I'm sure we'll end up over here for basketball or something like that at some point. But still, last time for volleyball in this gym 
from here on out, we're going to be at neutral sites and, you know, a lot of gas station food, bad hotels. <laughs> and, well, not bad hotels, just fun hotels, at least for me. But that's only once we get to Dayton. But still, in all sincerity, it, it gets a little bittersweet once you get to this part of the year because, like, man, next time we're going to see this for volleyball is next summer, potentially. So uh, thank you once again to all the Calvert community and all the Calvert faithful that tune in night in, night out. Love the feedback we get. Love the commentary we get. Love also just before games, just people coming up and chatting with us. We are very friendly people. We're both housebroken. Just, usually. Usually just no sudden movements around us. That's the only thing we recommend. But, it, no, it's they, they really have embraced us and made us feel part of the team, part of the community and culture here at Calvert. And we can't thank them enough for that. It's then we're always happy to come and do stuff for them because of it. Like Matt said, our Calvert coverage will pick up with the district semis after they presumably take care of either Toledo Christian or Sandusky St. Mary in their sectionals. And then we'll have them in the district semis. They'll take on either Oldport or Gibsonburg. Again, they still have to get to that point, but that is when we will pick up our coverage of Calvert Volleyball. And also for the Liberty Benton fans still listening, if you are still listening, first off, thank you. But yeah. for those fans, we will have that football game in Week 10 when they take on Macomb. And that could cause a split for the BBC title with Pandora Gaboa if Liberty Benton is able to knock off Macomb for that one. So lots of lots of football, lots of sports to look forward to over these next few weeks. Pure pandemonium. We, we are at the stage of the broadcast season where it is just abject madness. It's, we don't we don't necessarily know what's going to happen from this point out. We're just kind of hoping for the best across the board. And this is what makes it fun. You know, lots of great sports, lots of great broadcasts ahead of us. Got some great teams to cover. Going to be a fun postseason for football. Going to be a fun postseason for volleyball. And, hey, you never know. May, maybe I'm playing a little bit of spoiler alert here. Liberty Benton Volleyball, you guys make a run. There's nothing to say we might not pick up a game or two of you guys as well. Former broadcast partner Matt Common, this is Lance Morris signing off from TIP, and thanks for listening to our coverage of high school volleyball here tonight. Calvert winning in straight sets over Liberty Benton. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. Hey, let's go. You've been listening to Tiffin Calvert Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and WBVI.com. Tiffin Calvert Volleyball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Frickers, MJ Brown Construction Company, by Warner Automotive, Roto-Rooter, Big B Coffee by Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit by Premier Bank, Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency by Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Seneca Millwork, Ohio Automotive Supply, and by the Ruby Corporation. Join us next time for another great matchup of Calvert Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. This has been a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated. Thank you all so much.